Shine 1049's interview between AWR President Dwayne McKee and host Darren Potzer. Dwayne, you're a missionary. You work with radio around the world, and you have a fascinating mission story. Can yes, you share that do. with us today? I would be happy to do so. We have about a thousand radio stations that we uh, broadcast on from around the world, shortwave and DAB and FMAM, and plus internet stuff as well. I just came back two weeks ago from Israel, from Nazareth, and I met a friend of mine, Wiesam Ali, who is the pastor of the Nazareth Seventh-day Adventist Church there. And he is, has an, an incredible story. When he was, oh, a teenager, late teens, his sister had gone off to Europe and had gone to a Christian college, Bogenhofen. And uh, he got word back that she had been baptized, became a Christian. And so he became very uh, upset and went and told the elders they had the, actually the largest tribe there in Nazareth. Nazareth is 80, 90% Muslim where Jesus grew up. And so Wiesam grew up there, and his sister had gone off to Europe and became a Christian. And so he had to report back to the tribe. His father was the chief, and his uncle was Elam. He was the religious leader. And so he reported to them, and his uncle said, you must go and kill her. Because she had. Had become a Christian, Yeah. And so what happened is he didn't know where she lived, but he called her. She said to him, my brother, I knew this would happen. I knew you would come to kill me. But she said, I need a year. Will you give me a year? So he's in Europe, and so he has to wait. He ends up staying with some friends at Bogenhofen, working on the grounds department, finds Jesus, makes his way back to Israel, talks, the whole tribe comes together. They have their council, and the uncle, the religious leader, asks did you kill your sister? And he said, I will answer that question, but first you must tell me who Jesus is. And so they responded, stone him. And mm. so his cousins pick up stones and started throwing rocks on him. Now, now, wait a second. For some reason, I've heard that you can be visited by just about any of the other prophets, and they'd be perfectly okay with that. Yeah. If Muhammad yeah. visited yeah. you, if Moses or right. Abraham visited you, but if you get a visit from Jesus, get ready to be stoned. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he is stoned. His brother falls on top of him. His dad had said, save your brother. They take him to the ER. Several days later, he gets out of the ER. Weeks pass. He goes back to the council, has to answer again. And again, they say, stone him. And again, they take him to the ER, saved his life. And so they, his, his father, who is the chief of the tribe, says, you have to leave Israel. So he left, ended up in Austria, found his sister, worked some in, in Rhodesia, Zimbabwe, and then ended up in Tennessee and became a pastor. He was then called to be a pastor in Austria, and for several years he's, he worked in Austria. They have a, a young daughter that's born. And then about four years ago he gets a call from Israel to come and pastor in Nazareth. Okay, so full circle. Full circle. Now, I just have to interrupt here because... Uh -huh. Dwayne has this interesting knife with him, and I'm guessing yeah. that the story is headed in that direction. It is. And this knife is bent clear sideways. It looks like something pretty brutal you could use to try to kill somebody. So yep. it's a butcher knife. And I'll continue the interview with Dwayne McKee, president of awr.org World Radio, in just a few moments. You're listening to Shine 1049. Yeah, so he's a pastor in Nazareth. Does very well. Works in the in the Arab school there. Becomes the superintendent of the Arab school. He runs a little center and pastors several churches, sharing the gospel with a lot of his Arab friends and family members. However, the uncle's house is right next to his house. 
But still, there's that tension because he's become a Christian. The cousin's sons are vowing to kill him mm. because he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a very brave person. He's not afraid, and he shares his faith with anybody who'll listen. Mm. The whole city of Nazareth has lots of faith in him. They ask him to, to be in charge of this Arab school, and he is. He does just a great job and has a great ministry there. And then uh, one day, early in the morning, not quite a year ago, but 11 months ago, Audrey, she uh, hears screaming and hollering. She goes and looks out and sees a, a group of young men around her husband. She cries out, we some, we some, and falls to her knees and begins to pray. One of the cousins walked up behind him, hit him with a rod iron, and another one hit him with lead knucks, and they're saying, we're going to kill you. And then another one brings out a butcher knife. It's, what is that, six, eight inches? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Big old, it's a big, big old butcher knife. <laughs> so he walks up, and I said, did he stab you like this overhand? Oh, no. He said, these guys, they're, they're experts in martial arts. Mm. In Israel, Arabs cannot carry guns, but they can have a knife. Mm. And sometimes you'll hear of a knifing in, in the old city. And so they are, some of them are trained. They're very good. And so they came at him to, to stab him. And what happened is, it's, it's just incredible. I had the shirt. I wish you could see it. Oh, this is the shirt that he was wearing? This is his shirt that for he had real. on for real. It's important because you have to understand that there are two tears in it. And when the knife went in, it went in straight in and then did not touch the skin. Okay. As soon as it went in, it turned and came out over here oh, about four inches over. The, the cousin who stabbed him dropped the knife. And then his brother, Weeson's brother, picks up the knife. And it says, now try to kill the man of God. <laughs> and, and since you can't see the knife, just to describe it again, it's literally bent 90 degrees. Yep. It, it's steel. Usually if you had the power, the strength to bend it, it would pop back into place. Sure. Or if you bend it permanently, it would break. And so he stabbed him through his shirt, yep. this faithful Christian man, and yep. the sword, rather than piercing him, literally bent, bent. 90 degrees. It bent. Dropped to the ground, and yeah, then yeah. he said, said what again? He said, now try, his brother picked the knife up and shook it at the young cousin who was walking away or running away. Now try to kill the man of God. Now, story. interestingly, the cousins, as they were running away, they said, we will kill you. You won't know how, you won't know where, you don't know when, but we will kill you because you have become a Christian. For an Arab family, when you uh, embarrass them like this, it's very serious. And so his brother called together all their family, a large group, and they started making plans to burn the uncle's house down and kill all the people there. So it's, it's a very serious thing. Weeson comes home, hears them talking, and he says, no. He says, the Bible says, I'm a Christian, you know. He says, the Bible says, God says, be still, I will fight for you. Let God take care of it. So we were there in February, and just then they were getting ready for a funeral. And I said, what's happening? And they said, well, the two cousins that tried to kill him were on a motorcycle. They came around a corner, and a car had made a wrong turn. They had a head-on collision, and both cousins were killed. Mm, wow. Just two weeks ago, we were there with Weezum and baptized 16 people That's in the Jordan River right by the Sea of Galilee. Incredible story. I'll wrap up with President Dwayne McKee, a missionary with awr.org, World Radio. You're listening to Shine 104.9. We're we're in town. We met with uh, one of our churches this weekend and told them some of these stories and things that God is doing around the world. 
We use God pods a lot. We use cell phone evangelism. You record religious programs on cell phones through WhatsApp, and you can share those. We do know that we have assassins uh, listening in prison, some in the mountains and in inter-America. In the Philippines, we have rebel villages. They've been trying to overthrow the government for 50 years. The 111 villages are now Christian and they're laying down their arms. We're working out armistice with the, the government in the Philippines. The most wanted couple right now is working out a, a way so they can come back out of hiding and can be baptized. And we have baptized 11 generals and about 6,000 people in that area in the last three years in the Philippines, in the mountains. Our, our shortwave station, the biggest one, is over in Guam. We reach a third of the world with religious Christian broadcasting up into China and Korea and North Korea and that whole area in other parts of the world. We have AM, FM. We broadcast 24-7 in London, for example, and North Korea. We broadcast three hours a day. We don't know. We think people are listening. That is so exciting. And the gospel is being spread day after day through the airwaves. Amen. And as you know, Darren, with your station here, people spend so much more time than ever before in their cars, commuting through traffic, etc. And they turn the radio on and they listen. And that's a good time to connect with people. And... We found out with studies that people don't believe a lot of stuff they hear on media, especially television, but they tend to believe what they hear on radio. Let me ask you one last question. Dwayne McKee, the director of a worldwide radio ministry, just stopped by Spokane to visit us today. What a blessing. You can check them out at awr.org. Right. awr.org. Worldwide reach, spreading the gospel, the good news of the kingdom. Have heard stories occasionally in Muslim countries of people being visited by... Isa by person in white. Have you heard any of those stories? Yes, yes, or? we have. We had some of those stories. Actually, in a country I can't say where, oh. <laughs> right right now we know of 80 people listening to shortwave AWR. We have tried to reach them through, through medical, through other means, uh, humanitarian means in this country. A, a lot of Americans have been there, but it's, it's a country that's very difficult. If you become a Christian, you lose your head. And so we, we know of at least 80 right now listening. Some just two weeks ago were baptized. They had to come out of the country, get baptized, and go back in. So you target a lot of the 1040 window, uh-huh. which is yeah. the Muslim yeah. band across right. the Middle East. And then, of course, you mentioned North Korea. The gospel, the yeah. kingdom shall go to all That's the right. earth, and then the Lord Jesus shall come as a witness to all That's nations. Right. Yeah. And you're doing it. Amen. Amen. Excellent. So if people would like to get involved, share your ministry website one more time. You can support financially. You can pray for the ministry and help spread the gospel through radio worldwide. What's the website? AWR.org. That's the president, Dwayne McKee. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Darren. You're listening to Spokane's Shine 104.9.